Welcome to Triumph and Transformation, inspiring stories of accomplished alumni, a podcast where we delve into the incredible journeys of Monroe College alumni and discover the inspiring stories behind their success. From defining moments and pivotal decisions that propelled our guests to change their lives and impact their families and communities, they recount their personal and professional transformations. Together, we will uncover the lessons they've learned along the way, the hurdles they've overcome, and the innovative solutions they've implemented in their respective fields. Let's dive in. So, Aaron, I just want to welcome you as a graduate of Monroe College and someone who I know has been quite successful in her life after arriving with us. And we're going to find out a little about your background, and then we're going to find out where you are in your life right now. And so tell me um, a little bit about where you started in life and a little bit about your childhood growing up, let's say, to high school if we want to start as early as you want to start. All right. Well, I was born on July 19th, 1991, 1.55 uh, in the morning. Um, I'm a New York City native. I was born in Brooklyn, New York, and I moved to Queens, New York when I was seven years old, and I've been uh, residing in South Ozone Park ever since. It's a pretty good childhood. pretty privileged. I had both parents in my life. My parents, they worked, and they were also entrepreneurs. I have three siblings. So I am the second oldest of four siblings. So childhood was pretty good. Um, I was a lover of basketball. I used to play basketball all throughout high school. And um, yeah, childhood was pretty, pretty normal. You know, you know, you have your challenges as a teenager, but nonetheless, I had a good childhood. Good. Where'd you go to high school? I went to Thomas Edison in Queens, New York. Oh, okay. So you're a Queens person. And how did we get to and how did we find Monroe College? Um, well, funny story. <laughs> While I was in high school, I played on the, the varsity basketball team. However, I wasn't as good as I could have been and I didn't get that much exposure. So I only had one school, Alfred State, and I was uh, potentially going to go to that school. But for whatever reason, my mom decided that I wouldn't go. So at that time, I decided, well, I'm not going to college. I'm just going to, you know, work and figure life out. But my mom, she told me, if you live in my house, you abide by my rules. So, you know, at that time, pretty much had no, no choice. And interestingly enough, it was too late, so I couldn't apply to CUNY. And Monroe sent like an ad or some type of, you know, advertisement to the home. So the following week um, after my mom put her foot down, because I could be pretty rebellious as a kid, my older sister and I, we went to Monroe College the same day I took my placement test and then ended up at Monroe. And you majored in? I majored in public accounting and I minored in forensic accounting. Oh, and what year did you start with us? I started in 2009. 2009. Okay. And any interesting stories about when you were at Monroe? I would definitely say Monroe, honestly, um, was like a a new lease on life. In 2008, uh, one day before my birthday, July 18, 2008, we went to the beach, a few friends and I, and one of my friends, she drowned. And, you know, it was like a it was like a, a time of depression. I didn't know it at the time. I didn't know depression was a thing. But, you know, after she passed away, I was going through like a really challenging time. There were some issues in my, my parents' marriage and I was depressed. Um, and then even after college, not getting through being able to pursue basketball as I wanted to. But then I started Monroe College and 
it was like a breath of fresh air. I'll never forget my first semester without even trying. I got all A's. You know, as I mentioned, my parents were entrepreneurs and my mom, when she was younger in her country of Guyana, she knew accounting. So she was teaching me accounting since I was a teenager and I didn't realize it. My first president's and dean's list dinner, it was like my mindset on life, like totally changed. I learned about what it meant to be a CPA. You know, the fact that like, instead of thinking that there was no hope for the future, coming to Monroe, like, really and truly gave me like a new outlook on like a new hope for the future. So it was really interesting. And even where I am now in life, I would always sit in the back. I could be pretty shy and introverted at times. And Dr. Jacob Lamar, I would never forget, you know, my first or my second accounting exam, he came up to me and he was like, I want to know who is this girl that sits in the back and always gets A's. And he was like, you know what? You should be an accounting tutor. And, you know, I didn't think of it. I would just come to school, finish classes and go straight home. But Dr. Jacob Lamar, he saw something in me and he encouraged me to be uh, an accounting tutor. And that also changed my life because now I'm at Monroe College where I'm actually one of the adjunct professors teaching accounting and taxation. Yes, I read that about you. That is really, that is a special part of your life that from a student, you're now an adjunct teaching at the college. And that's really, so when you left Monroe, where'd you go first? So when I left Monroe, I was essentially through the Office of Career and Advancement. I had my first internship. So I was working at ATAX. And then from there, I was working under an enrolled agent, a mid-sized firm in Manhattan. So I was working there for about three to four years. And in accounting? Yes, in accounting and taxation. And taxation. So you really got into the world of accounting. Yes. Yes. And you've done very well. And then what brought you back to become an adjunct with us? After leaving that uh, mid-sized firm, I started to work at PricewaterhouseCoopers, one of the big four firms. Didn't stay there long. I was there for about six months. Transparency. I was fired from there. But it was honestly a blessing in disguise. My mom, she was dealing with breast cancer. So I believe that, you know, God worked it out in a way that I was able to spend about the last six to seven months of her life with her because it took me some time to find a job. So I was able to, you know, spend some time with her quality time before she passed. And I ended up working at KPMG. I was working there for about seven to eight months. And after my mom passed away, I decided to fire myself. So I resigned from corporate America. You know, it was just at a different place in life and realizing that even though I was making good money, Right. It wasn't worth it. So right. I left for an entrepreneurial endeavor. It didn't pan out as planned. And, you know, I had a heart to heart with myself like, OK, I need to get back to work. Bills have to be paid. And I thought to myself, I want to do something I'm passionate about. And I thought back to those moments of being a tutor when, you know, there's students who would come and say, um, you know, I passed my exam. And I was like, you know what? This is what I want to do. I want to get back into the classroom. So that experience of tutoring in Monroe College led me back into the classroom. And I started at the Technical Institute of America. I was preparing working professionals to become certified bookkeepers. And then from there, I went to Pace University. And then from there, I came back home to Monroe College. Isn't that nice? Isn't that (laughs) nice? Who do you interview with you when you came here? At Monroe with Dr. Eshra, Professor Torres, I believe Dr. Roberta Harris. Right. So you've been doing this how many years now? Five years. Five years. And how many classes are you teaching this semester? This semester, I have three courses. Three courses? Yes. Are you teaching in person? At the moment, uh, I have one asynchronous course and I have two online courses. Isn't that nice? God, and you're enjoying it. Yes. So if you want to look at some of the highlights of your life, okay, and sometimes 
we're so busy in life that we don't stop to kind of talk about what are the things that really changed my life? What are the highlights of my life? What are the things that I truly am enjoying? And and then let's go on to the next level as you go forward in your life. Anything you're looking at that you feel you may start getting involved with as you go forward. You're young. You have a lot of good things. You have a lot of good background. Uh, you've been with two outstanding accounting firms that are very hard to get into. And you did get into them and you left the last one on your own. So give me a little bit of where you are in your mind and where you're going. You're living still in Queens? Uh, yes, correct. Okay. So give me some of the thoughts you have right now about yourself. Um, so some of the thoughts, uh, some future like career goals that I essentially have for myself is definitely, especially since I'm at the college, when I think back to my experience at Price Waterhouse, you know, there's something called dormant knowledge. So even though I got straight A's in college, the reality of the matter is, you know, when you graduate, certain information right. lays dormant. So recognizing right. that, you know, I definitely want to potentially work with the college to build a course to better prepare students. So when they get these great jobs like Forest Waterhouse or mid-sized firms, whatever it might be, that they're better prepared, you know, realizing the fact that, you know, information can lay dormant. So that's a goal that I have to work with the college. And also, too, as a I'm a CPA as well as an enrolled agent and the enrolled agent, it's not really a known designation, but it's just as prestige as the CPA. So potentially hoping to bring more awareness to some of my students. I've had a lot of students who've reached out to me separately to, you know, um, inform them about what that path, what that career path might look like. So um, right. that's one of my biggest aspirations at the moment to teach, to continue to teach and to you know, build courses. Do you feel you may want to become full-time at the college? Um, I have spoken with Dr. Belton in that regard, okay. so uh, it's, it is a, a possibility. Yeah, because, you know, you you bring a lot of the best background that we could have teaching because you've gone through it from day one. You know, you went from high school student to being a student at Monroe College to taking the education that we've given you along the line and really, you know, made a life for yourself that you seem to be very happy with. And, you know, I, I say that to people that once you give yourself the skill and you gave yourself the skill, you could always make a living in what you have in many different ways. And you know that, you know, taxation and private little accounting firm or teaching along the side as you're doing. So there's a lot of nice things that you are involved with, but changing lives is something that I know is very sensitive to you, being a student and now dealing with students. How are you finding the students who you deal with work with you? I would say great. I would say, like I often tell my students, you know, I know what it's like to sit behind the blackboard, but I also know what it's like to stand at the blackboard. So I try to be aware of things that students have going on. You know, oftentimes if students are missing assignments, I can't just assume they're being lazy or not getting it done. You know, but I take the time to connect with my students. I, I'm i a professor. I believe in, you know, giving my students my personal number. So I have students that will reach out to me if they're having a challenge with homework assignments so they can reach me directly. Because I remember sometimes being in, in school and, you know, you have a pressing question, you want to get something done and you need to get through to a professor, but you can't directly access them. You know, things like that can bring on anxiety. So I try to, you know, level with my students and be honest. Like I always tell them if something's going on, 
speak to me. You know, I'll help you as best as I can. Like last semester, I had a student. She had some challenges going on in her personal and professional life, and she wasn't able to submit the, you know, all of the assignments by the end of the semester. But I worked with her even after the semester. So she went from an F to a B plus. You know, I could have decided I don't care. This has nothing to do with me. You know, life happens, but you still have to do what you have to do. But, you know, this student was so grateful, you know, that I took the time to work with her. Well, you know why you appreciate that? Because actually, when you came to Monroe, you got a lot of special attention. And, you know, people tell me this all the time. And when you read about our alumni, they always say to me, you know, I went to so-and-so a college and no one did anything personally for me. And then all of a sudden I came to Monroe and said, oh, my God this place is really, there's so many people here to work with me and help me and get me through it. And, you know, you're doing the same thing with your students because we all, you know, all of us who went through this, we appreciate when someone puts out a helping hand to us and says, hey, I could really help you with this or I could get you through this. You know, that makes a difference. If we want a crystal ball a little bit in five years from now, where do you see yourself? In five years from now, I would definitely say I will see myself teaching, if not still teaching, helping other teachers, especially in taxation and accounting, which can, for lack of a better word, be boring to many. Right. You know, creating a course where it can be more interesting and engaging to students where they actually look forward to learning about accounting. Aside from that, I'm also a small business owner. So my goal is to to scale that so I can eventually start to employ students like my first internship opened my eyes and, you know, changed my life. So the same thing, I want to be able to give back that opportunity to students to be able to have a valuable internship experience. It's interesting, as I listen to you, how you really have been able to deal with so many different things on so many different levels and analyze what makes you really very happy. And this teaching is something that's made you very happy because you're working with students and you see yourself as when you were a student and now you realize what people gave to you and you're now trying to give that to your students at this point. What do the students say to you when they're leaving the class? What do you hear from them? Well, normally I thank you so much, Professor. You know, I really appreciate you being understanding of things of that nature. And it makes me realize that I'm making an impact in their life because, you know, I believe that making an impact in their lives goes beyond just teaching them. But, you know, I also do something called Motivational Mondays because, you know, as I mentioned, there was a time where I experienced depression before coming to Monroe and even after Monroe in realizing that I can plant seeds in their lives. You know, I can encourage them in different ways. So there's been a lot of students who will tell me, you know what, Professor? You don't even know how that motivational money really helped me through that day. I really needed to hear that message, you know, so it really just warms my heart to hear because when I first started doing it, I'm like, man, I don't know how they're going to receive it. But the response was so overwhelming that every semester I make sure that I'll do motivational Mondays to encourage them, you know, not just as it relates to college, but just life in general. Right. You know, and it's kind of interesting. I, I would probably say to you, probably very few students drop out of your courses. I would say who starts probably finishes. In education, it's kind of an interesting barometer of when you have a professor who's not particularly good, you will always find the dropout from that course is much greater, okay? Because there's no personal contact. If a student starts running into a problem, they don't feel they could go to that professor. And in your case, you've done a great job with that, really a great job because they know you're there and you probably don't know something. Probably a lot of the students say, 
I have to get Ms. Perry as a teacher because she's really great. So try to sign up for it. So probably your courses are probably filled up pretty quickly. When you're in college with us, one or two, who made the greatest impact on you as a professor? Dr. Keith Roy Nanthan, all men. Dr. Nanthan was amazing. We still talk to this day, even when I was preparing for my CPA exam. When I would have questions, I would reach out to him. He would assist me to make sure that, you know, I could um, further my education, even when I needed a recommendation letter for graduate school. He was, you know, without hesitation. So definitely Dr. Keith Roy Nanthan. Dr. Harvey Gilmore and Dr. Obama, for sure, they played a pivotal role in my career. Even after I left Monroe College, they still kept in contact with me. And I would, you know, if I was in the Bronx, I would come by from time to time, just say hello. And it was right. always love. So, yeah. So how do you feel when you got your CPA? Uh, great. It was, uh, it was a challenge. And even Monroe College even helped because they had that program with Becker. And Becker is a very expensive program. You know, right. it was about three to 4,000, but they had that program for $500 at the time. And it was really helpful because I couldn't afford $3,000, but I could afford 500, you know, so my mom assisted to make that sacrifice and having that Becker program really made a difference because now I had the materials to study for the exams. That was one of our great programs we bought in for the students that yeah. made a lot of difference to our students getting the CPA exams because they were really were having the preps right there for five hundred dollars oh. instead of three thousand dollars. Yeah, it made a difference. That was one of my better ideas. Not had that many, but that was one of my better <laughs> ones. So, no, it's kind of interesting that you're like the perfect person for Monroe College. Seriously, you took full advantage of everything that was there, and look at the progress that you made in your own life at this point. And as I'm watching the smile on your face. That's a very happy smile. Yeah. In all honesty, because you're working with people, you're seeing their lives change. You're going to see your students get CPAs along the line. They're going to make livings that probably they never thought they would make. And, you know, your life, your life will only keep getting better, you know. And I, I think that word better is something that we always felt is so important in life. It's kind of interesting in my life as I walk somewhere in the city how many people stopped me who went to Monroe College? You know, how many people's lives have totally changed? And, you know, people say, what was the best thing you did when you were a president? I said, the best thing I did was see what happened to our graduates. Okay. And you're, you're that example. So if you're giving advice to someone who's thinking about coming to Monroe College, what would you say to them at this point? I would definitely say go for it. College is not easy. It is going to require sacrifices. I remember when I started college, one of the first things I did was throw away my TV. You know, like I really locked in when I saw the opportunities. You know, you have to cut off friends at certain times. So it is possible, but it does require sacrifice and hard work. So, you know, that's the first thing to keep in mind. And also to realize that not everyone will believe in you. Sometimes on the journey, there's people who might want to discourage you from going so first and foremost, you have to believe in yourself. You know, you have to keep pushing through, even in the midst of the challenges of life and just enjoy it. You know, sometimes we focus so much on graduating that we miss out on the opportunities along the way. So it's like, what good is it for you to get to your destination and you didn't enjoy the journey? So just taking it class by class, day by day. Yeah, well, you know, look, you, you couldn't have said it any better. And, and I've always said one thing to admissions Besides telling me how many students who start the college, tell me how many students who graduate the college. 
And then I want to know about those students. How did they do in life? And that's what brings you where you are today from a student to now a faculty person and all these nice things you've done in your life. And I, I listen to you as being a great daughter to your mother who became ill and how you were such a marvelous person to her. So, you know, life is going nicely. So anything you'd like to ask me? Um, well, I know you mentioned that um, in this season, you're assisting other students with, you know, getting into colleges and stuff like that. So, you know, since it's not Monroe, what do you find most rewarding about that? Well, the thing I've always found rewarding in my whole life, and I'm doing this now in some way for 57 years, the thing that I've always found in my life, anyone who I've become involved with, any student, to see them at some point in their life after they become successful to give back. You know, that's what life is really all about. And I think that as you teach people, and I think the profession of teaching is probably one of the more outstanding professions in America today, because what we're really doing is we're changing people's lives for the better. We really are. And listen, I want to thank you for doing this with us today. It's, it's very special. The people who listen to this We'll learn a great deal about you, about your life, and what happened from start to as you keep going on and progressing. From all of us here, thank you so very, very much. Thanks so much. It was a pleasure. You're very welcome. Great seeing you, Ernie. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a rating, review, and following the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information, you can follow along on social media at Monroe College or visit www.monroecollege.edu. Have a wonderful week.